Welcome back to another Daily Walk. Well, today I want to talk a little bit about discipleship. This is kind of an important one and something that is supposed to be foundational to our Christian walk. And uh, let's go ahead and just start out looking at Matthew 28. Of course, this is the Great Commission, uh, for verses uh, 18 through 20. Jesus came down up and spoke to them, saying, All authority has been given to me on heaven and on earth. Go therefore, make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, teaching them to observe all that I commanded you, and lo, I am with you always, even to the end of the age." So the command is to go and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. So what does this mean? Well, we got the evangelism part down in the American church. Maybe the Western church has evangelism down perfectly. We get out there. We tug on those emotional heartstrings. We get people to accept Jesus. They pray and they yay. And then we say, great, welcome to the kingdom. Read your Bible and find a good church. And that's generally the advice. And what ends up happening is discipleship oftentimes gets left in the dust. Because discipleship is hard. Evangelism is not all that hard. It's kind of like going surface versus going deep with any given thing that you're looking at doing. So if you've ever studied any in-depth topic, you know that to learn the basics is very easy. To dig in and understand, get to the bottom core root, takes a lot of hard work and effort. And that is kind of what discipleship is. Evangelism is that very first, it's it's always different because it's the very first step for any amount of persons. You convert somebody to Christianity, hey, you're done with them, pass them on, and then go off to get the next guy and get the next guy and the next guy and the next guy. And before we know it, we have massive mega churches full of people who don't even know what it means to be a Christian. And this is where discipleship comes into play because discipleship becomes difficult. It takes time. It takes effort. It takes getting this Bible and reading it, how thick it is and, and ooh, how long it reads. But the reality is it actually doesn't take long to read. The first few times you read it, you will probably not understand most of it. And this is where discipleship comes into play. So the ultimate role of the apostles was to be disciples. And if we actually go back into Acts, the early part of the church, we had a dispute. I'll see if I can find the verses here for me, but I'll just explain what's going on here. We have a dispute among the Hellenistic Jews who were, um, these were convert converts, and the Gentiles, and they were saying that, hey, some of the some of the people here are not getting their needs met. And so they bring this before the apostles and the apostles say, hey, you know, you're right. The problem we have, though, is that we can't stop the ministry of the word to serve tables. This is in, in Acts. Um, and so what happens here in the monk, in Acts, now while the disciples were increasing in number, a complaint rose among the part of the Hellenistic Jews against the native Hebrews because their widows were being overlooked in the daily serving of food. So the twelve, this is the twelve apostles, summoned the congregation of disciples and said, It is not desirable for us to neglect the word in order to serve tables. Therefore, brethren, select from among you seven men of good reputation, full of spirit and of wisdom, that we may put in charge of this task. But when we 
but we will devote ourselves to prayer and to the ministry of the word. This is the appointing of the, the role of the deacon in the church. The role of the deacon is to support the leadership, the pastors, the teachers, the elders, because it's their task is to teach the complex truths of Scripture to the congregation without having to worry themselves with all of the individual needs. And this is where some churches do get it a little bit backwards, not because they're they're bad or they're heretics, but because it it's just we have so much emphasis, particularly in a small church, to put every role and every task onto the pastor. And we shouldn't be doing that. The pastor should have ample time to study, to read, to understand, to dig deeper into the word, deeper than you have the capability. Those basic physical needs should be met by a deacon board in the church. Now, there's also some discussion about who appoints these people. Some people are a pure democratic church where you get in and the church votes for everyone and everything. And that's not a biblical model. But nor is it a model that the leadership appoints everything. Because if you actually dig through the scripture, there's different ways, there's different qualifications. The deacons are not in charge of teaching. The deacons are generally voted in by the congregation. That's what went on in Acts 6. But if you read through the epistles, you find that it was oftentimes the apostles were appointing the leadership. And so the, the elders, the preachers, the teachers were being appointed. The deacons were being voted upon. And that was kind of it. Now, we don't want to make a dogmatic approach and say you have to do it this way or that way outside of actual scripture. And there are arguments to be made on both sides of that. Maybe I can do that in a different video. But what I am want to focus on here is that this, the apostles focus their attention on the ministry of the word. And that is what discipleship is. Discipleship is the ministry of the word basically means we are going to go in and we are going to teach you what the complex truths of the scripture mean. Now, this is where discipleship takes another interesting turn. I like recommending people that when you first become a Christian, outside of special circumstances, that you don't necessarily run into a church right away because you don't know what a Bible-believing church is. You don't know if you found a good church. I went from health and wealth type churches to Catholic churches, and it was just like I wasn't learning the truth. I stopped for a while. And then I focused on the word of God. And then when I had a little bit of a foundation, now, again, that's my story. That's not necessarily your story. And that's not necessarily what is absolutely indicative of everybody. Because there is certainly an argument that if you come to Christ in a church or you have family members that you trust who are Christians, I would probably go to church with them until you can get your feet on the ground. But the purpose of the church is not to get us to be dependent on them. It's to get us to know the word of God. When you know the word of God, then you are capable of making the decisions about which churches you you find biblically sound. And there's different views. I'm not a huge fan of the church growth movement. I think they teach a lot of wrong things, and I think they lead a lot of people astray. But there's an argument for staying in one. Okay, I'm not going to get into all of that here, even though it's not necessarily the best of all churches. There's arguments for getting in or getting out churches. When I consider the various churches that I've joined or the various churches that I left, and I had interesting reasons from one church I actually had pedophiles on the pastor board. I was like, uh, no, not happening. Disqualifications according to the scriptures. I knew my scriptures enough to leave. There were other ones that were not quite as 
clear cut, but I made the decision to leave because it was taking me more energy to go to church than, than to not go to church. And so I left, left those churches to look for other ones that, that weren't, that weren't burdensome on, on my heart so I could focus on the things that God would have me do. But at the core of all this is that discipleship is to learn and understand what the Word of God is. This is going to take multiple forms. One of these is going to be finding a good, solid church. Again, we have this question, what is a good, solid church? You gotta poke around, and I never recommend going to the first church you find and staying if the people are nice. You want to experiment with a lot of different churches and examine, take those notes from those, from the pastors and dig into the scriptures and see if what they're saying aligns with the Bible. If so, that's good. All right. If not, not so good. And so another factor though is meeting with people. I think mentorship is way better than a lot of other things. Find a mentor you can trust because then you can, the, the thing about a mentor that's better than a small group or a church setting or a Sunday school class is you can guide the, the conversations and the teaching to the places you need it the most. And that's your purpose of growing. You need to grow in Christ by learning the things you need to learn the most. Okay. You get into a small group setting. Sometimes you'll have a small group that will move to the various needs of the group. Sometimes you don't. Sometimes you're just doing DVD curriculum after DVD curriculum because you don't actually have a, a Bible study. You have a facilitator and someone else is doing the studies. And nah, I don't, I would recommend if you're in one of those groups, you probably not hang around much longer. Find a group of people who dig into the scripture and open this up and explain this without having to rely on external, on a lot of external sources. So we always go back and see what the, the, theologians of, of times of old have told us as well. But the key of discipleship, it is difficult. It takes some time. It takes reading your scriptures. It takes an understanding. It takes, it takes delving in and taking the difficult time. And it takes learning things beyond going to church on a Sunday morning. If you're not reading your scriptures daily, you're missing out on a lot of discipleship. You really are. So that's kind of my thought on discipleship. Let me know your thoughts on all these in the comments down below. Thank you for tuning in. Our Walk in Christ podcast is a listener-supported presentation. For more information about how you can help, check out ourwalkinchrist.com forward slash support or our Patreon page at patreon.com forward slash Tom M. That's T-O-M-M. Digital and paperback books are available on several online bookstores or at our website. Once again, the website is ourwalkinchrist.com.